love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. Don't you just love a good love story? Love is like that. It's the light that is part of your life. It's unconditional. There's something there for all of us. There's hope that we can get through this and find some joy in our lives. He's always been the one. Self-love is a love story too. Those little sparks of joy are really important. Imagine someone making your biggest dream come true. It's important for people to understand that you're not alone. Well, we love to be part of a Canadian love story. The love story never ends. Well, love is the most important thing. Dating is hard. I'm not going to sit here and say that the, the dating isn't hard. It gets easier if you do the if you do the work, if you learn how to properly date. But it, it it's hard, and it can be it can be frustrating. Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. This week on the Canadian Love Map podcast, we are serving up more modern dating insights. We know that love isn't a straight line, and every once in a while, it's normal to need a little course correction on the journey to finding a match. We're joined by Sean O'Coyne, a male dating coach with the Book of Love Canada. It bears mentioning that for this conversation, we're focusing on the experience of dating and courtship from the perspective of Sean and his clients, who are men seeking relationships with women. But we think this episode has something for everyone. This is the Canadian Love Map. My name is Sean O'Coin. I'm a male dating coach uh, for the Book of Love Canada. I'm a male dating coach. I only work with males. I enjoy bringing people along on their journey and, and, and helping on their journey. And, and you know what? This whole journey is about finding your partner in, in, in the end. In order to find your partner, there's a lot of things that have to, 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 have to go about before that. And, and we have to you know, work on finding out what we're looking for. I, I hate to say that they're that they're doing things wrong. Sometimes we just need a little guidance along the way. All of a sudden, I, I find myself in my uh, early 30s, and it was very different from the, the way I'd left. And that's when I also realized myself that, like, I, I need a bit of help. You know, I've, I was single for a long time. Being out there, um, making mistakes, <laughs> and being out there and, and learning about dating, and, and also, you know, learning from other dating coaches as well taking courses as well on, on dating and, and doing the work has helped me to actually um, be, being able to narrow down to one person that I want to date. Sean says he never thought he'd find himself in this line of work, but maybe it was all the rom-coms in his formative years that set the stage, with one film in particular having a huge effect on his life. I think I've always been interested in uh, in dating, there's no, there's no doubt. Honestly, one of my favorite movies is Hitch, and I still remember being uh, younger, and I and I remember seeing Hitch for the first time, and asking and, and saying to myself, you know what, do people actually do that? One of the things that I love, I, I love about that movie. One of the things that I remember that he says, I think it's anywhere, anytime, and you know, any man has got um, the ability to sweep any woman 
off their feet. They just need the right broom. And I, and I love that. My favorite scene in that whole entire movie is when, you know, Will Smith, he's with his client and they're, they're in the cab or whatever he's talking to her. And he says, he goes, okay, now remember when you're outward at a night and you're wondering, does she like me? And you're wondering, you know, what you got to do to make her like you. Remember, she said yes when she could have said no. She, you know, got dressed and went out when she could have stayed home. So when you're out on that date tonight, it's not your job to try to make her like you. It's your job not to mess it up. After the end of his marriage, Sean returned to dating. The experience, however, was completely different from the one he remembered from years before. That world um, of dating was not the way I left it. When I was single in my 20s, dating apps didn't exist. I was at the time where if you met someone online, you know, and back then it wasn't it wasn't on your phone with an app or anything like that. It was like you're actually at your computer. I think uh, you know, maybe um, eHarmony would have been maybe at, at, at that time, like some of the first. You didn't want to admit to anyone that you met somebody online. It was like you, nobody ever did. The game had changed and he needed to relearn how to play it. So he hit the books. A friend of mine, he, he gave me this book and the book was actually called uh, How to Be a 3% Man by Corey Wayne. So I read this book and and I was like, wow, this is interesting. And then I started to, you know, implement the things that, that, he, that he teaches. And after that, I just started reading <laughs> just the way I am. I just started reading everything out there on, on, on dating. Any book I could get a hold of on dating, I, I started reading. And I started to implement uh, a lot of those things and, and started to be, I guess, a successful dater, as you call it. I started getting success with, with dating. And eventually, you know, uh, met someone. So that's when I, I, I really started wanting to uh, actually share that with others. I found myself giving, you know, like people saying, you should yeah, talk to Sean about, you know, what someone was having like, you know, relationship uh, or, 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 or dating uh, troubles. They'd say, you know, talk, go talk to Sean. And I would, you know, tell them what, you know, everything that I studied and everything like that. And later on, um, people, people were like, yeah, you should, John, you should be a dating coach. And I'm, I'm saying like, well, what? No, that, you know, that doesn't even exist. Before we learn about Sean's process, let's hear about the clients he works with. A lot of the, uh, the, the clients that do actually come to me are either they've been in a long-term relationship or a long-term marriage and all of a sudden they find themselves later on single again and the dating world is different than the way they left it i have a lot of clients who are, like, what, are very successful they've got businesses that they that they run and they're very successful but they spend so much of their life focused on that and all of a sudden they come to me and they say i'm now like in you know, know mid-30s or however old they are and they're like i've got all these things and, and I've got this business and I'm successful and I'm finally at the point where I am where I want to be like you know financially or, or whatever but now I'd like to share that with someone else but I've never done the dating apps I've never done this I, I I'm not I'm, I'm, I'm not used to this new world when Sean works with a client the first step is to find out who they are and what they want I get clients who come in and I, they're really 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 good people and I can tell that they're a good person and maybe they haven't had a lot of success with dating, 
and then we work together to, you know, figure out who they are really, you know, behind all of that and, and what they're looking for. I do have to say that if I get a hint uh, of them coming to me because they want to learn how to pick up, I, I that's when I say, you know what, this is not uh, the right relationship because this is not what I'm about. Uh, I'm not here to teach pickup artistry. Uh, I'm here to teach you how to find your partner yeah, because in the end, that's, that's what it's all about. They got to be genuine. They, they, they got to be someone who's in it for the right reasons. And, and, and that's the, that, that's the moment. If they come to me and they're really, they're, they're, they're wanting to find their partner and maybe they just haven't had luck with dating. Maybe they haven't um, been in the dating world for a while, but I find that, that, that they actually are genuine. I think that's the, the ideal person because I can work with that. You know, uh, I can show that. Just for example, I've I've had, you know, clients come in and, and you know, they say, I, I had a, a, a really hard time. I, I can't get a date. And they're like, I've tried the dating apps, but I, I, I never get any matches. And I say, okay, show me your show me your profile for a second. And then I look at their profile and, you know, I say, well, you know what? You've got the same outfit in every picture. And these are all, these are all uh, selfies. Like, um. Uh, yeah, no, okay, there's a reason here. That's what I mean about peel back the layers. A lot of times, you know, a client will come to me and I, you know, my first thing I do is I try to, to get to know them. So I, I start peeling back the, the layers and then you like, figure out that like, oh no, this person is a really good, genuine, good person and they want to meet their partner. They just need a bit of help to be pointed in the, in the right direction. And, and sometimes it's just something, I mean, I had one client where it was just something as simple as that as like I helped him change his, his online profile. And next thing you know, a year later, I get, you know, an email saying, hey, I'm dating someone now and I'm really happy and I think I've met my match and, and thank you so much for what you, you know, all, all the help that, that you did, right? And, and those are the stories that, that, that I love. And, and that's, that's when you get reminded of, oh, this, is, this is why I do what I do. Like anything we do, in order to get better at it, we, we need to learn about it. And there is a method to dating. And, and for one of the things is that if, if we go in the dating world and we actually, like, if we don't know what we're looking for, we're just going to keep on flailing. So when men come to me, I first start working with them on figuring out what they want and, and what they're looking for. Females tend to lead with their, with their emotions. You know, where men, it's not so much like that. One of the last pieces of advice Sean gives his clients before they head out on a date is to manage their expectations and to remember that, like anything else, the more you practice, the better you'll be on those dates. Sometimes, for example, we meet someone online and there's been some good back and forth texting and then we go on that date with high expectations because we think that we've already connected with this person and then we meet them face to face and we realize that there's no connection. I've heard that story a lot and I remember being in the dating world and feeling that way as well. So I always say to go in with no expectations. When you're going on a date, look at it as you are going in to meet someone. We're going to have a drink with someone to meet someone and you know what, if there's some sort of romantic connection, great. If not, hey, maybe you've met a friend. What we have to realize here is that connection and compatibility is very hard to find. So go in with the, with, 
low expectations of knowing that chances are we're not gonna have a connection. Mark can be compatible. You know, Mark Manson gives the, the 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 matrix of like you know connection compatibility, and 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 he talks in his in his book called Models. He talks about how hard it is for connection and compatibility. You know, and and you you only ever get that you know a couple of times in your life. So to go in with low expectations, I think it is better. And then you never know. All of a sudden, when you do get that person, and it's you know we we know that uh, that that it's real. Practice is definitely important in dating because it's like anything. You know, the the more we do it, the better we we get at it. We also got to know what what we're doing too. I know that there are some people out there who will disagree with dating multiple people. I don't necessarily disagree with that. Uh, I think that we should communicate that early on enough that like maybe have the conversation with them saying, you know what, I'm trying to meet my my match. And so I am talking and, and, and dating you know, multiple people that I'm and, and I think that's a conversation that people have to have. Right. By practicing dating and going on dates with you know multiple people, we get better at asking questions that are based on what we're looking for. Right. And, and remember, when we're dating, we're, we're looking to find that person who is good for us. You know, so we're not, we're not necessarily trying to, I mean, I hear it all the time, people go on a date and it's like an interview. Dating should be fun. When we go on a date, it should not feel like an interview. It should feel like we're going out and we're going to have a conversation with someone and we're going to meet them, we're going to go for drinks, and we're going to try to see if that person is a good fit for us. Do they like the same things as us? Do we have the same values and goals? Dating when you're older is a lot different than you know in your 20s you're a different point of your life right at that point you're you're more looking for someone who is aligned with 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 your values and your goals and learning to ask those right questions so so that's why i think it's important to practice dating because the more dates we go on the better we get at it so if we learn how to date and we learn what to do because the last thing we want is that maybe this person is a good suit for us and we would be a really good match. But because we went on that date and we didn't plan uh, the date, we didn't do the right steps and the etiquette, well, we just turned them off and, you know, and we let a good person uh, go by. That's why I find it's important to teach you how to date and how to be on a date so that when you actually get on a date with that person who's the right match for you, all those little things opening doors and making reservation and, and standing on the side of the road. Also, those things are secondary at that point. So then we actually go on a date and we're actually talking about the things that matter. And, and we're looking to see if these people align with, with, with us, right? That's not the little things that are going to turn them off because that's second nature. We just do it. It's the way we do. So they have the basics and that's already, you know, they've already got that. And, and then now they can get deeper. We couldn't share the great stories that we do here on the Canadian Love Map podcast without the amazing support of Charm Diamond Centres. They are Canada's largest family-owned jeweler, and they're proud to be putting love on the map. The folks at Charm Diamond Centres are thrilled to be a part of your love story. So visit CharmDiamondCenters.com or one of your local stores. Love starts here. Once a client is clear on who they are and what they're looking for, they're ready to tackle the dating world, but not before some last-minute tips. 
I see clients or I hear about people where they go out and they try to make that great first impression, put that best foot forward. And essentially they're, they're, they're being someone that they're not. People ask me all the time. They're like, I'm going on a date tonight and give me some advice because I, I, I want to impress her. And the first thing I'll say to that is uh, be authentic, be yourself. It's not your job to try to impress her, right? You, you, you know, you want to show her who you really are and you want her to fall for you and because she's, you know, she's the right fit for you. Be authentic, be yourself. We're not trying to uh, fool anyone here. For example, here, I, I see all the time, I see people like, and I look at their profile on their dating app and I'm like, oh, cool, like you surf. And they're like, uh, no, I, 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 I went once. Okay. Like attracts like. So we want to show who we really are. So when you're making your, your dating profile, make sure that you are putting things that are actually a good picture of who you are. Not who you want everybody else to think that you are. Okay, so you're putting out there because you think a girl's going to think that's cool, but she's going to go on a date with you, and then uh, she's going to realize that, oh, you don't like doing that stuff. And what have you done there? You just wasted your time, her time. Never burn a bridge. And I'll give an example of this, is that you might go on a date with them, and you might have thought that there was a, a really good connection. And you enjoyed yourself on that date and, and you're excited and you thought things went well. And all of a sudden you get that text or you have a phone call and that, or maybe you tried to get another date with them and they told you that they didn't feel a romantic connection. Thank them for their time. Okay. You move on, move on. Right. You never know when you're going to run into that person again. You know, I've, I've had situations where next thing you know, that person has reached out to me and said, you know, it didn't work out on our date, but I have a friend. <laughs> who I think that would be, uh, you know, a really good match for you. So, you know, what? why did they do that? Because, you know, because I was, I was a gentleman and I was, and I was nice to them and I didn't burn that bridge, right? You never know. Don't take rejections as them rejecting you. If you approach someone, you ask them on a date, they say no, they want to give you their number or, or whatever it is. Don't take that as a, as, as, as a rejection of you. They're not rejecting you. They're just rejecting something about you that is not a right fit for them. In that sense, you know, I like the hockey analogy of, you know, keep your stick on the ice. Just keep on going in that aspect because you the, the, eventually you will find someone that, 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 that will not reject you and will love everything about you and see everything and, and about you as a, as a good fit. You can't just wing it. This is a complete turnoff for any girl. And the guy looks at her and says, so where do you want to go? Well, you asked me out. You know, it, it takes a second to grab the phone, make a reservation, make a reservation. Chivalry's not dead. Opening doors, you know, walking on the, you know, when you're walking to wherever you're at and standing on the side of the, on the side of the street. Yeah, we kind of say those things, oh, you know, 1950s, but you know what? No, it's not dead. When I say have a plan, I mean, you know what? Have a plan and follow through with your plan. But when we're talking dating, if you, I don't know, text or call a girl and say, I'm going to meet you Thursday night, how about seven o'clock here? And you meet there. Well, and then she says, yeah, great. Okay. Well, then maybe you find out, you know, what area she lives in. So you can actually make a reservation someplace that's close by that she can meet you. So then you, you, you make a reservation. You don't want to show up there and like, oh, well, we, we don't have any more seats available. Okay. Well, then what are we going to do? And then, you know, and then you don't really know each other and they got to hop into a car and drive somewhere else. Like, you no. Know, always, you know, I always tell them that at the end, you know what? Make sure, you know, make sure you walk them to their car. Make sure they made it home safe.
texted me, let me make sure he made safe. So, you know, that, that type of thing. And then, that, you know, but those are just, you know, little things, right? I think it's important because I do think that it's something that's been lost maybe a bit. While on their respective journeys, Sean's clients are encouraged to touch base with their dating coach to share successes and failures, but also to ask more questions. <laughs> I get asked, okay, so how many days before we sleep together? You know, that's, a, you know, that, that's, that's a common one. First thing that you know, we ask is, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Why is it that I, I haven't, had, you know, haven't had a date in, in, in so long? Is there really a secret behind this dating thing? And can you tell me maybe what I'm doing wrong? Or they ask, what do girls want? What are they looking for? That type of that type of thing. I said it earlier that a lot of times they, they come to me and they've they've been wailing in the whole dating world, and then and then they're like, this is not working. However, guys sometimes they, they want a quick fix, so they just where, where, what am I doing wrong? Where it's like, okay, we're gonna take more work than that. Common mistakes on a date that I I see um, <laughs> talking too much and not listening enough. Uh, I, I've done, I've done this, you know what, in my, in my earlier days, I've done this mistake where I've, I've gone on a date, you know, with a girl and felt like I needed to tell her my whole life story and tell her everything about me. Anyway, next thing you know, we've gone an entire date and I leave the date and realize like, oh, I, I, I don't really know anything about her because I didn't listen. I didn't let her tell me about her. So don't, for, don't forget to listen. You know what? It's a two-way street. We're, we're learning about each other. So, you know, let her talk. Another common mistake I see, and I say this a lot, treating her like she is your girlfriend before she's your actual girlfriend. And guys, like I said, are, are especially uh, guilty of doing this because we're, we're really into a girl. Happens all the time. We meet this girl that we're really into, and he goes on a couple of dates with her, and, he, and he's just so excited. And, you know, he might have been dating other people at the time, but he stops dating them, all those other people. He only focuses on that one, on that one girl. And all of a sudden he starts treating her like she's his girlfriend, but they've only been on a couple of dates. And all you did there was like really scare her away. And, you know, where she says, oh, you know, this is moving way too fast for me, right? Like I, you're already introduced me to like the very close people. No double dates, before she's your actual girlfriend, that's that's what I tell clients, um, because she, you know, that's what you do when you when you're serious when you're exclusive with someone. I like how uh, Eric Peterson, who's also an, uh, another dating coach, says when it comes to dating, women are the choosers. Women are the choosers of who they want to be exclusive with. Men are the choosers later on and who they want to be with forever. In a sense. But in the beginning, when we're dating, chances are there's girls, you know, probably dating multiple men and, and your job is just go on dates and have fun. And don't start treating her like you're, she's your girlfriend until she's your actual girlfriend. Remember, we're, we're dating to find an, an intellectual connection and, and, you know, to find our person, right? If we look at other things that I've, that I've learned through all of, the, all, all of the readings and stuff is that um, it's one thing to do that and, 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 you know, plan a great date. And, you know, there's, you know, aspects of, you know, when to, to, to ask for an, a, another date and, and when to call after date, there's, there's all those things, but there's also the aspect of 
the courting never ends. And that's another thing that I try to teach males too. It doesn't matter if it's your first date or you've been married for 30 years. You should still, you know, be, be, be planning dates um, 30 years later and, and, and doing the same thing, making a plan. I, okay, we're going to go out this night, you know, get dressed up. I've got re- re- dinner reservations here, you know, and, and I'm going to drive you there, open your door, all those different things. Because you know what, like you'll, you'll hear all the, you know, Corey Wayne says it in his book. He says, you know, most of the time, you know, when, when guys end up getting divorced, the woman's made her decision a long time ago that she was going to leave. And the guys, you know, caught holding the bag saying what happened. The courting stopped and they got complacent. So it's trying to teach them not to be complacent. Dating is hard. I'm not going to sit here and say that the, the dating isn't hard. It gets easier if you do the if you do the work, if you learn how to properly date. But it it it's hard and it can be it can be frustrating. The objective is they're looking for their partner. That's always the same. The objective is always that they that they're looking to find that partner. In the dating world, we often hear the term soulmate, but Sean coaches his clients to see dating as a world of opportunity with more than one right answer. You know what? There was a point in my life uh, where I thought that there were soulmates. Maybe I watched too many rom-coms as a kid, but I got to say that now, knowing everything that I know, I don't think that there's actual soulmates. I think that there are many people out there who could be great partners, and I don't think that we have one sole person who was our soulmate that, oh, that's the person we are destined to be with. I, I don't think that. I think that there are many people out there who will be great partners. Uh, I also think sometimes that maybe we've met someone in the past who would have been a great partner, but it just wasn't the right time. Before we wrap up this Insights episode, I'll hand it over to Sean one last time to tell us what success looks like for a dating coach and to offer some final words of advice for daters out there. As a dating coach, success for me is being able to look at someone when they first come in and when they first start working with me and then looking at them when they leave, knowing or hoping that you've had a positive impact and that you helped them along the way. Like I said, we're, I'm, I'm here to help people along their journey of finding their partner. And that doesn't always happen. It's not always that someone's going to text you like, hey, guess what? It happens in the, <laughs> with dating coaches more often than something else. I think that in, in, in the world of, for example, with teaching and coaching and other things, I always say that the hardest part of, a, of being a teacher is that you never see the final product. It just happens later on. As a dating coach, same type of thing, except it does happen more often that they, they'll, they'll actually reach out to you because you were more working one-on-one with them. But I mean, those are, for me, that is success, is, is, is knowing that I was able to help someone along along their journey. I, I know it can be tough at times, and, and sometimes you just want to put your hands up and give up. But be authentic, be yourself. There's someone out there for everyone. And it just sometimes, it takes longer, you know, and than others. And, 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 but if, if you do the work and, and you come see a dating coach and you do the work with them, you know, and, and uh, sooner or later, you catch that path. Nobody wants to go through this world alone. Mostly, they, they want to experience life with someone else. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Canadian Love Map, Insights. We'll be back next week with more love. <laughs>